0: Hey there everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. I've been talking a lot this week about you know the the cycle of the thoughts emotions and sensations of your body I've given you a couple of practices really two kind of steps of, of the same practice that is you know just just pausing throughout the day and and bringing awareness to the thoughts that you're having and, and specifically where those thoughts are are you thinking about things in the future or are you thinking about things in the past this is going to give you a good indication of your emotional state right which now the second step of this practice is to bring awareness to those emotions, right? And and, and notice, you know, what it is that you're feeling and, and really try to name them. And that's not as easy as it seems, right? A lot of times, in fact, it's hard to even put a finger on what our emotion is. And the more Often you do this practice, and the more you kind of push yourself to find that answer, it's there. And the more you you know, kind of push yourself to find it, the more you're going to become more attuned and and aware of what those emotions are, and and that's giving you that emotional intelligence as I talked about yesterday. Now, the third kind of um, aspect of this of this practice is the sensations of the body, right? And and again, when you're doing this pause, and and I you know, there's no there's no overdoing this, right? It's not like you can do too much of this. So, I mean, I recommend it, it, it kind of goes along with how much you're willing, you're able and willing to meditate throughout the day. If you're somebody who, who doesn't have a lot of time to meditate uh, formally, then I suggest doing this practice like 10, 20 times a day, you know, somewhere in that range, you know, for a minute at a time, right? So that you're, you know, you're, you're getting that time of, of you know, contemplative Introspection, right, in a very positive way, and so, so as you're doing this practice, you're, you're pausing, you're noticing, you know, where your thoughts are, future or past. You're noticing what your emotions are. You're naming them as much as you can, and now you're you're checking in with your body. You know, you're checking in, like, okay, that emotion, what is that? You know, what does that feel like in my body, right? Because there's always going to be a connection and there's a connection between these three things as I told you This is a cycle, right? The the thoughts create the emotions, the emotions create the sensations, the sensations create the thought and on and on and on and on, right? It goes round and round and round and that's why we, we have moods, right? Like a, a Negative cycle of this is going to be what we call a bad mood. Uh, a positive cycle of this is going to be what we call a good mood Of course the objective with mindfulness is to break that cycle and just be present, right? Just just but the the way to do that is to bring awareness to it first, right? Because once we uh, become attuned and, and aware of the the thoughts that we're having, the emotions we're feeling and the sensations that they're causing, now we have the choice to <sighs> just pause for a moment and change the cycle right we can actually change it we can you know stop the thought pattern of, of thinking about the worst case scenario every single time in every situation that we're in and 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 instead just realize that you know whatever does happen we can accept it and we can just be present with it and we can meet it with a compassionate curiosity which which alleviates the the emotion of fear and the emotion of anger and the emotion of shame and these kind of things which then you know, eliminate the sensations that come with those things, and and breaks the cycle, right? And now we can be present, and we can we can meet everything that happens to us with presence, with acceptance, and with compassion, right? And so, you know, ironically, the you know, generally speaking, it feels as though the the uh, the sensation is the thing that's the easiest to notice in this cycle, right? Because it's it's what's happening in our body, right? So when we when we get that queasiness of our Stomach, or that tightness of our chest, or we feel ourselves breathing, you know, shallow and heavy, um, or, or we we get maybe a little headache or, or a tightness somewhere. You know, these are physical indications, and this is oftentimes the easiest thing to see. Okay. But the, the easiest thing to, to change or the, the most convenient thing to change, I should say, is the thought, right? So it's, it's funny how the two ends of the cycle uh, or two kind of periods of that cycle are, are the ones that we can really, you know, use to our advantage, right? So ultimately what this becomes, as I said the other day, this becomes emotional intelligence, right? And the more emotional intelligence we, we can derive, so, or cultivate, I should say, as a skill, right? Emotional intelligence is comprised of, you know, essentially it's about self-awareness and it's also about self-regulation right? It also includes empathy, uh, noticing our motivation from our emotions, and also using that that knowledge in, in like social skills. But those first two steps are the crucial ones, right? The, the the awareness of it and then the regulation of it, right? That is what allows us to, to, you know, to take actions that are going to serve us, right? As opposed to taking actions that are not going to serve us, right? But there's something else that kind of happens under this sort of umbrella, you know, that that's really important to understand and and not necessarily so much to, to do anything about it because it, it's going to automatically be affected by the work that I'm talking about here. But something I wanted to, to bring up to y'all and, and kind of, you know, bring awareness to and and because, again, this is very, very strong, uh, it has a strong impact in our lives. And what I'm talking about here is something called empathic uh, resonance, okay? <sighs> Science is catching up <laughs> these last, you know, couple of decades uh, with with what, you know, contemplative practices going back twenty five hundred years have been saying for the whole time, right? Twenty five hundred years of, of, of practices have shown that, you know, that that we are connected to one another. Right, in a very energetic level, right? There's, there's um, you know, from the mirror neurons in our brains, right? So, so in other words, if, if uh, let me briefly explain what mirror neurons are. I think I did a whole video about this last week or the week before, so I'm not going to go deeply into it, but, but assume that you watched me <laughs> tragically uh, slam my finger in a car door. Right, there are mirror, there are neurons in your brain called mirror neurons, which are going to actually react as though your finger was slammed in the door. And for that, I apologize. <laughs> right, I don't mean to be that that sense of uh, of pain for you. Right, and so this is this is part of something that we call empathic resonance. Right, so so in other words, when you walk into a situation, walk into a room, or or approach someone, right there's a, there's a resonance happening that's way outside of our consciousness, something we don't know, uh, you know, we're, we're being affected by, and we don't know how we're affecting others, right? But it becomes a very cyclical and reciprocal thing, right? So, so generally speaking, when you meet up with someone who, you know, if they're in this sort of down energy, right? They're, they're feeling uh, turmoil inside of them. They're feeling pain inside of them. They're feeling, uh, you know, self loathing or something like that. That's going to impact you right? More than you realize. And, and now this is where the awareness comes in, because you're going to feel something from that, right? You're going to get a sense of a, of a physical sensation from that. And, and, and once you feel that, now you can be aware of how that's changing you. And again, you can elevate your own energy to try to, you know, reciprocally elevate that person's energy right? And, and again, I know this sounds very woo-woo and very, you know, airy-fairy, but it's not, okay? It's, again, hard-nosed neuroscience is showing us that this is absolutely true. Like I said, it's neurons in the brain, neurons around the heart. There's, there's you know, an energetic exchange that we're going through uh, constantly. And in fact, quantum physics talks about this too, right? That, that electrons that are separated by thousands of miles can, can you know, if you reverse the, the direction of this electron, another electron that was separated from it, you know, Miles away will will reverse its direction too. So there, there's a lot of um, a lot of evidence in all kinds of um, uh, uh, disciplines of science that show that this energetic you know kind of field that we all live in and this energetic exchange is very real. And I'd like to give you some anecdotal uh, examples of this. So um, some of you watching this may know me as the guy who owned the bagel shop back in Beacon, New York, right? So for about um, like eight, nine years, I owned a bagel shop in Beacon, New York, a little bagel shop. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. It was hard. It was stressful. I was definitely, um, you know, not the healthiest person I i have been uh, during that time. But it was a great, you know, kind of aspect of, of being part of a community and, and sort of, you know, something about making food for the community was really, really beautiful, you know. But I had so many indications of this you know, empathic resonance that I'm talking about here, right? And people used to come into the store all the time, right? I and mean, you never know who was coming in, right? Like you never had any, it wasn't like we took reservations and I could look like, oh, so-and-so is coming in at three o'clock. Yay, it's going to be great because they're always in a good mood, you know? You know, you'd never know who was going to walk through the door. And especially in times that were kind of slow, you know? I remember a few times and talking to some of my spiritual friends about this afterward, you know? Uh, people who were very attuned to this whole concept, you know? And, and of course, they believed that it was real and, and we had very little, long conversation about this, but anyway, I would be standing there back to the door, you know, kind of, you know, cutting up a bagel and making a sandwich, whatever, And, and somebody would walk through the door, you know, and I could literally feel the difference, like I could feel that, you know, like e- either good or bad, right, it went either way, right, but I could tell when, when somebody was in like a, a negative kind of, you know, space, like they, like literally, it felt almost like the room got colder or something, and, and and likewise, I could tell when somebody who was, you know, joyous, you know, walked into the room. You know, now of course, there's extremes, right, and and like the people who are really, really happy, those are the ones that you really noticed, and the people who really, really unhappy, those are the ones you really notice. Maybe in the middle it was harder to tell, but you always had this sense, you know, and so and, and of course, certain people, unfortunately, you know, tend towards either the happiness or the sadness. So so the people who are, you know, kind of gloomy are unfortunately always gloomy, right? Or most often gloomy, right? So they would always come in with this sort of, you know, it felt like a heaviness, right? But the thing of it is, right? And this was also confirmed by some of my employees, right? That that some of my employees worked for other food places in Beacon at the same time, like pizza places, for instance. And they would tell me all the time that such and such customer who comes into the bagel shop seems like a different person than when they come into the pizza shop you know and so so this really gave me an indication of this this empathic resonance that I'm talking about and so many times i would find somebody come into the the bagel shop you know kind of with that heaviness and that that darkness right but they would leave with a brightness and a happiness because i you know i i cheered them up, you know, because I could tell, that I could feel it, and, and they could feel it from me when I gave them my positive energy and my happiness, you know, and um, and so this is just to say that, that this is something else to be kind of aware of, that, that you have this, right, you have this too. Every time you walk into a room or into a situation or into any circumstance in your life, right, you are going to impact the energy and the atmosphere and the, and the environment in one way or the other, right? It's never neutral. You're always going to either impact it in a positive, uplifting way, or you're going to impact it in a negative, you know, downward way. It's never neutral. Okay, and so in fact, Jack Cornfield uh, in the uh, the book The Wise Heart, he has a great little passage about this. Um, I like to translate it to a guitar shop because I've been in so many guitar shops in my life. But but Jack talks about walking into a, a, a shop with violins, right? Now, generally speaking, in, in music shops, you know, it's, you know whether it's electric or acoustic uh, stringed instruments, um, you'll see a wall full of them. They're all hanging on the wall, right? So if it's a violin shop, right, you'll see many violins hanging across the wall together, right? And uh, like in a line or maybe in a couple of lines, but you know, usually it's like a whole wall, right? And, and so what Jack says in the, in, this, uh, in the book, The Wise Heart, which I know to be true from guitars, you know, is that if you walk into one of these rooms with a, 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 you know, all these violins in a, in a row hanging on the wall and you pluck one of the strings, each one of those violins is going to sound a little bit. Right? Again, I know that to be true about guitars, right? Like if you go into a guitar shop, an acoustic guitar shop, and you give that, that low E string a good pluck, you know, which is the heaviest string, you're going to, you know, you can actually hear the other guitars or banjos or mandolins or whatever it is. You can actually hear them sound with the, that resonance, right? And so the same thing happens with us, right? There's a resonance that comes from us, right? So, so you're gonna either be, uh, uh, you know, a, a dark, you know, minor tone <laughs> or you're gonna be a bright major tone and, and happy and, and so, and again, it's never neutral, right? And so, so again, as we bring awareness, and this is a great message for this Friday afternoon, as we're getting into the weekend, and most of us are done with our work week, and and we're about to head into the the, the positivity of the weekend. Hopefully, um, you know, bring this into that. You know, bring the awareness of this, and as you as you do these practices, and you you. Bring awareness to, to your thoughts, your emotions, your sensations, you know, along with that is going to be the, the awareness and also the control over this energy that you're outputting into the world, right? And so, so hold awareness of that know that that's what you're doing right and a lot of times you know <laughs> again going back to my bagel shop days you know there were times where you know where I, my employees like I could never figure out why they were so you know they always thought I was in a bad mood even though I wasn't you know but or I didn't think I was but but I was so you know stressed about whatever was happening that again I was giving off that energy and so if I had been aware of that then as I am now you know I could have made some some significant significant changes and, and probably had a much more, you know, kind of, uh, you know, not only for myself, but created a more pleasant and, and beneficial working atmosphere for those people who are working for me, right? And so so when you're at work... Or when you're with your friends, or with you're with your family, right? Like when you're sitting down at dinner with your children, you know, having this awareness of how you are, you know, it's not just you. It doesn't stop with you, right? Like your mood, your your state of emotional and and intellectual and and physical, um, you know, being is going to affect them on some level. And again, it's never neutral. It's either going to be positive or it's going to be negative. And, and again, when, and so, so the reason I say that is, is that when you start to bring this awareness and start to see this very clearly, right, you can now control it. Right, you can say, okay, yeah, I'm in this bad mood, but you know what? I'm about to walk into my house and I'm about to spend time with my children, you know. So so let me choose to change my mood before I walk into the house with the children. Let me take a moment and pause and and break this cycle and, and let go of whatever thoughts are are creating this emotion that is creating this this physical energy. And and let me let go of that and and think, you know, and, and Ground myself into to my body and into the present moment, and 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 break that up, and 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 clear that energy, so that when I come in to visit my my beautiful children and my beautiful spouse, I'm in a good place. I'm 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 you know I'm, I'm uplifting their energy rather than making them feel oh gosh you know dad's in a bad mood, mom's in a bad mood, what's going on. Because the problem is, of course, with children, and I'm about to do a parenting workshops, so this is, uh, you know, a topic I'm going to be talking about a lot, um, when it comes to children, they think that they're the cause of this bad mood, right? And so that gets very dangerous because then they feel like they've done something and you don't even realize, you know, this is not something that's spoken and and, and, and deliberately examined, but it's this feeling that they're going to carry with them and they can't process that, right? The younger they are, the, least, the less able they are to process it and, and therefore the more impact this is going to have on their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So if you have any questions about that or anything else I've talked about here today, please hit me up with a question, a comment or, or, or a direct message or an email or what have you. I'd love to get into a conversation with you about this. Obviously, it's something I'd love to talk about and I would love to talk to you about it. So thanks for listening. Hope you're well. Hope you have a great weekend. I hope the the weekend treats you well, but I hope you treat you well this weekend. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.